there is in this, um, yeah, this great feast of Christmas, what seems in some ways like a brand new revelation uh, of, of who God is and, and what he's like. Just throughout history, God, who, who loves us and wants to be loved by us, to be in a relationship of love, because he is a lover, he continues to reveal himself little by little, to, sh- to show himself, to manifest himself to his people. Uh, and then something happens, I think that, that uh, yeah, would have been so surprising and strange and wonderful and beautiful to everybody. And what do I mean? When you ask the question like, oh, what is God like? Or what does it mean to be like God? What are the traits of God? I think in a lot of ways, the first things that come to mind are, well, God's like, well, here's some fancy words. He's omnipotent, which means what? All-powerful. He can do anything. God's omniscient. means he knows everything. Say so God is omnipresent, meaning he's, he's, he's in all places at all time. He's always present. In some ways, God contains. He possesses all things. He's the creator of all things. And then we know, too, that that we are called to be like God. And if those are the first traits that we think of when we think of God, then, well, you know what, then life gets kind of hard because what? If you're going to be like God, what do you need to be able to do? Everything. Right? On your own. What do you have to figure out? On your own. Everything. You need to be all-knowing. You need to be everywhere at once got some moms with some kids. I know they sometimes feel like they got to be everywhere at once. <laughs> some, some people with a lot of customers that are like, I can't, I can't keep up. All right, if that's our image of God, then um, yeah, to be like God means I have to try really, really hard and I'm going to feel like I'm failing a lot. And then what happens is that God becomes one of us. He becomes a human to show us that there's, uh, there's something in us, inherent in being just a human being that is very much like God. So much so that this person, Jesus, can be both. He can be both totally 100% God and totally 100% a human being. So what makes God most God isn't something outside of who we are as, as humans. It has something to do with us. That's why, of course, we say that we're made in the image and likeness of God, not because you're all-powerful or you're all-knowing or you're omnipresent or any of that stuff. No, it must mean something very different, right? But not only does God become a human being, he becomes what? He becomes a baby. So baby Jesus, born at Christmas, is both 100% God, totally divine, And he's also totally one of us. Which means that what is essential to God, what is essential to God, what makes God most God, um, can be present in an infant child. Which really turns things on its head. Because if you're supposed to be like God, then that means less like being all-powerful, all-knowing, and all these things, and more like being a little baby. See, this was the great lie. The great lie in the beginning was, if we're going to be like God, then that means we have to do it all on our own, and we have to try really hard. That this is what sin is. Sin is trying to do it all all alone. Jesus comes to save us from sin, 
And he shows us how to do it. And he does it by becoming a baby. He could do nothing on his own. Nothing. I mean, he could breathe, right? His heart would beat. Past that, he, he needed help for everything. This is God. This is the God of the universe. Became so utterly helpless and dependent. You and I, we don't want to be helpless. Amen? A lot of us think when we're helpless, we're bad. You and I, we don't want help from others. Amen? When we think we need help or we have to ask for help, we feel like we're a burden or we're, we're a bother or we're a problem. And God himself becomes an infant who can't even pick up his own head. He can't do anything. And even we have a, a, you know, another detail that, that he's, he is swaddled. Remember as a kid, I saw something on TV of somebody being in a straitjacket. I remember just feeling like, I can't breathe. (laughs) Just the idea of like not being able to move your arms, right? Some of you horrible parents (laughs) are straitjacketing your poor babies. No, you like you swaddle the baby so it can sleep. Somebody's really good at swaddling. It looks like they're just going to kill this kid, you know? (laughs) It's just like, "Ah." So not only is Jesus a helpless baby, but like his, his, he can't even, he can't move. This is God, folks. Totally helpless and little. But what can he do? Well, he can be loved. He can have a mom and a dad. He can be in relationship. Turns out that this is salvation, folks. It's entering back into relationship. It's letting God be God and us being his little kids. Jesus is showing us, like, you can be really little. And not just that you can, like, you have to. This is part of it. To be saved means to be loved. Being saved doesn't mean you get really good at doing everything. Being holy doesn't mean you're just an expert at everything and you can do it alone. No, that's, that's just sin. Trying to do it all on our own, that's sin. Because sin is loneliness. It's self-reliance. You know, to be holy means to be like a little baby. That means to be open to the giving and receiving of love. To be totally relational. There was never a moment that baby Jesus was like, hey, I'll be back in five minutes, I'm going to go do something. No, he's a little baby. He was always in need or in relationship. Somebody was always taking care of him. I think Jesus is trying to unlock this part of our hearts that we've locked up for so long that says like, hey, Uh, you are noticed and loved and provided for. You are never abandoned. You're never neglected. Sure, in our human experience, human relationships, we do do experience that to to great pain and sorrow. But surrounding all of that is a deeper, more abiding truth that in God you are always loved and you are always seen and you are always cared for and you are always provided for. Jesus becomes so little to show us like, hey guys, we can be little because, because we have a dad and he's going to take care of us. Even though Jesus grows up, he becomes a man, he stays very little, just totally trusting his dad. Even on the cross when it seems like all is lost and even part of him just feels so abandoned, he's just totally still towards his father, offering himself to his father, trusting in his father. To be like God means to trust. It means to be in relationship. It means to love and be loved. Um, 
yeah, in some ways it's easy to imagine um, God the Father loving baby Jesus because he's, he's God, you know? Imagine God, the Father, loving his son who has become so little. He's just so vulnerable. Just this outpouring of love and even desire to like take care, provide for this little boy. St. John tells us that um, in the same way that God the Father loves Jesus, he also loves you and me. I think maybe it's helpful to remember, like, hey, you were a little baby. And someone took care of you. And you couldn't do anything. And again, behind all that, God the Father looked upon you with just immense love. One time I was on a retreat. And sometimes on a retreat you get different scripture passages to go pray with. And so uh, I was given the, the nativity and praying with the nativity, imagining myself kind of in the scene and um, I imagine just like being kind of welcomed in with Mary and Joseph and the baby Jesus and imagine Mary saying like do you want to hold him and the first response of my heart was like well I can't hold him like that's God you know <laughs> and she's just like you can hold like he's here for you you can hold him just a beautiful idea of Jesus came to be with me like he didn't just come to be with the world no he came to be with you and me and um so I imagine just like Mary handing Jesus to me and me holding him and imagine being like, gosh, he's so little. Like this is God and he's like so little. And imagine Mary saying to me, she's like, well, you were little once, weren't, weren't you? And I was like, I'm kind of. I was kind of, I'm kind of a fat baby. <laughs> but my nickname in the hospital was Refrigerator, which is rude. And Bears fans from back in the day, mid, mid-80s Bears fans, there was a football player named Refrigerator Perry, big dude. Apparently, I, there was some resemblance. Anyway, couldn't open my eyes because my face was so fat. Okay, whatever. Um, so, again, I'm imagining holding little Jesus and saying, like, he's so small. And Mary's like, you were small once. And I was like, I was kind of, kind of a big baby. And then I imagine Mary saying, oh, I remember you should have seen the father's eyes when he saw you. Boof. I just, I just started crying. Like we celebrate today Christmas, Jesus' birth, but I think there's a way in which in, in God the Father's heart, your birth is just, as, is just as important. There's something about your littleness and you coming into the world and that first breath and that first cry that like, oh, he cherishes all of that. Like he's written songs about it that he sings every year. Like he just holds all of it with such care and, and delicacy and it's just so very precious to him. Jesus isn't, he's not different from us. Like he's God, yeah, but he came to just be totally like us. He's got a birthday. And he had a, his family was poor. There's some funny stories around his birth and strange things, and there's some sad stuff too. And, and again, he just did it not to be different, but to be with us, just to be with us, to be a baby, because we were babies. Just to join everything to us. To be part of everything. He just wants to be in it, all of it, and to love us. And, and it's like he wants to draw close to us because the Father's always looking for him, and wanting to scoop him up and draw him in close. And so Jesus wants to find you 
in all the places so that when the Father comes looking for him, he comes and he finds you too. And, and you just get scooped in together. He unites himself to all the parts of us so that all of us can be drawn into love. We're saved by being loved. Only love saves us. And love has come. He has come in the flesh. He's come very close. He's come as a little child. He's come for you. Boy, does he love you. You're just so very good.